How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Tonight, we are jumping into our Week 12 coverage, a little bit of a short week for the Bears, who play at 11.30 a.m. Central Time on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving week. Hope everyone is home and happy with the family. We're jumping into our Week 12 coverage, taking a look at the Bears' opponents, the Detroit Lions. Before we hop into this one, I would like to say, second upload on the day, we're trying to bring you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web. We're going to be posting videos each and every day this week, so wherever you are listening, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, and we're going to be bringing you guys Bears content no matter how ugly the rest of this season is. I'm your host, Chris Maltby, today to talk about the winless Detroit Lions in another Thanksgiving Day game. I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, it's been a minute, but it's good to have you back. How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Well, that's cap. I haven't been good. When it comes to the Bears, I haven't been good. (laughs) When it comes comes to the Bears, I haven't been good. When it comes to the Bulls, I've been ecstatic, man. You know, 12-5, bing bonk. We beat the Knicks yesterday. Uh, We play today again, too, so. Um, I, I told Chris and Parth that I'm not watching football again until we play on Thursday. So, luckily, the Bulls played today and yesterday. And so, you know, it's only going to be two days, you know. So, other than that, I've, I've been straight. Like I said, uh, it could have been better, though. I wish I, wish I could have recorded, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. But I've been very busy. But glad to be back, though. Yeah, uh, glad to be back. I'm definitely not watching football. I think I'm going to go. I I, I go, went to Glenbar West High School. They're the number one ranked basketball team in the state. I think I'm going to go watch them tonight uh, instead of Monday Night Football. But you mentioned it. Good time to be a Bulls fan. They've got the Pacers tonight coming off a big win. Uh, and maybe the Bears can snap a five-game losing streak this week. So let's jump into this one. The Bears are heading to Detroit to Ford Field, the 3-7 and seven Bears, who have only won one game on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders, are taking on the 0-9-1 Detroit Lions, who haven't won a game yet this season. They are 0-4 at home. ESPN's matchup predictor gives Chicago a 62.4% chance to win this one, giving the Lions a 37.3% chance. The Bears are currently 3.5-point favorites in this one, and are all the over-under for the game is placed at 41 points instead of going through the offense and the defense we're just going to talk about the lions as a whole uh and both of these teams are injured coming off of what's going to be short weeks leading the way for the lions passing normally would be jared goff but i think we are going to see tim boyle this week uh he did play last week against the cleveland browns in a game that they lost 13 to 10 boyle was 15 for 23 only 77 passing yards 3.3 yards per attempt uh, with a 34 passer rating. i uh, got to be completely honest, not too worried about him. But taking a look at the rest of the Lions' depth chart, DeAndre Swift leading the way for them, rushing 137 carries, 555 yards, and four touchdowns. He's also really elusive as a pass catcher, uh, as having quite the second year. We all remember what happened to him last year when the Bears went to Detroit. Leading the way for Detroit in the receiving category, their tight end, one of the best in the league, TJ Hawkinson. 54 receptions, 500 yards, two scores for him. Taking a look at the rest of Detroit's receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown leading the way, the rookie for them. Josh Reynolds, who they recently picked up off of waivers, I believe, uh, or maybe he was hurt. Um, And then Khalif Raymond also leading the way for them with Quintez Cephas being on IR. Taking a look at Detroit's base 3-4 defense, it's been a struggle for them this year. Michael Brockers leading the way, though. Trey Flowers, not sure if we're going to see him in this one. Julian Okwara, uh, Romeo Okwara, obviously, 
on IR as well as Jeff Okuda. So this Lions defense is banged up and was bad as as was already. Uh, Amani Owarie uh, is their number one cornerback. He had a great game last week against uh, the Browns and Baker Mayfield, Bobby Price, Tracy Walker, Will Harris. So it's a little bit of a step down compared to some of the defenses that the Bears have been playing. Before we get into it, one more time, I want to talk a little bit statistically about the Lions. They've actually been scoring less points per game than the Bears. They were averaging 16 points per game, 334.5 yards per game for them offensively, 220.3 through the air, 114.2 on the ground. They've been allowing opponents to score an average of 27.3 points per game, allowing almost 400 yards per game and 140.5 on the ground, which with Chicago's running game, uh, definitely should make some fans happy. So, Jalen, uh, my time to talk is over there after pounding out some stats and talking about some rosters. But this Lions team is winless. We're not sure who's going to be the starting quarterback for both teams. I think right now the fair assumption is it's going to be a backup battle between Tim Boyle and Andy Dalton. But taking a look specifically at this Detroit Lions team, easily the worst team in the league, what do you think about them? Like like you said, they're the, they're the worst team. In the, I don't know why my voice cracked twice. Uh, like you said, they're the worst team in the league. Um, they really should be 0-10 right now. I don't know how the Steelers tie with them. They freaking fumble with 30 seconds left in field goal range. But um, <clears throat> like you said, they, they haven't really showed much progress. I don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback position because they have Jared Goff on a huge contract with still with like three, three, two or three years left. Um, but this is a team we should beat. Well, I know this is the wrong time to be playing. Um you know, this type of team, they definitely do fight hard sometimes, you know, even when we played them <clears throat> in Soldier Field, it, it wasn't an easy game. You know, it was, they were still in the game in the fourth quarter, uh, even with Jared Goff playing bad. So, uh, you know, like you said, they're one of the worst teams in the league. They, they, it's a reason why they're one of the worst teams, but definitely can't, can't sleep on them, you know, right now, especially with the way we're playing football lately. Yeah, you definitely can't sleep on this Lions team. They're coming off of two losses or a tie and a loss uh, in games – against opponents that they that beat the Bears from the AFC North. The 16-16 overtime tie with the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Uh, they lost to the Cleveland Browns 13-10. Uh, I think one could argue that the Browns were a lot more composed and put together when the Bears played them, but they still fought hard in that game. Also lost to the Eagles in a blowout. Uh, same goes against the Los Angeles Rams, a game that in which they were actually leading for a majority of the game, and they also got killed <clears throat> by the Bengals. But, you know, this is a winnable game for Chicago. Uh, I expect the Bears to get in there and pound the ball down Detroit's throat. They've been allowing 140 rushing yards per game. Important players missing, like Romeo Okwara, uh, as well as Jeff Okuda, possibly Trey Flowers, who didn't play against the Bears a couple of weeks back. Uh, I expect the Bears to be able to have some rushing success against this Lions team. Uh, and in terms of the passing game, I'm not sure if we're going to see Allen Robinson. I'm pretty sure uh, he was one player that missed practice today. Uh, when the Bears got out there for a short run through. But it'd be nice to have him back because it was definitely glaring, even though the Bears haven't been able to get him going, uh, that they missed him. Uh, defensively, I think the Bears should be able to shut down Boyle. The Browns did a perfectly good job of it and couldn't get their offense going. Uh, I would like to think that the Bears' offense hopefully can put up more than 13 points in this one, coming off of, I believe, what is two straight wins on Thanksgiving in Detroit. Let's talk a little bit about the quarterback situation now for Chicago, though, Jalen. 
Andy Dalton seems like it's going to be the option. Justin Fields going down with some bruised ribs. Seems like he's going to be out for a week or two. Jalen, taking a look at Andy Dalton, he is back. Uh, obviously had that miraculous 49-yard touchdown pass on 4th and 11 to Marquise Goodwin in the loss over to the Ravens. Uh, a heartbreaker. But Dalton came in, played some good football, passed for 210 yards and two touchdowns, had a passer rating of over 100. Obviously, we know and we can still uh, – definitely say at this point that he's going to be gone after this year and it'll be Justin Fields' team possibly with a new regime we'll get into that a little bit later as well but taking a look specifically at this matchup do you think Andy Dalton who played some solid football last week can head to Detroit on Thursday and lead the Bears to a win to snap that five-game losing streak I definitely felt like uh Andy the red rifle can lead us to a win um we've seen some plays at the playbook in the two quarters that he was in that we haven't seen the last six starts with Justin. That kind of upsets me, but we're not going to – we literally – the second play of that Andy was in, we've seen, we seen a wide receiver screen. I haven't seen many screens at all in the last couple seasons with the Bears, um, and it went 60 yards to Darnell Mooney. So um, I definitely feel like we're, we're opening up the, more, the playbook again because this was an offense built around Andy Dalton coming into the season. Um, and, you know, we didn't know we were going to get Justin at that point that we signed him. So basically this whole office was built, you know, for Andy. And I'm not surprised that he's looked very solid in it. And so I, I definitely feel like uh, we can lead us – that he can lead us to a win. But I don't think it's on the offense, which is weird to say. I think it's mainly on the defense. I know we'll probably get into that. But uh, I definitely feel like he can lead us uh, to a win over the Lions. I don't think it's that unreasonable to assume that Chicago's defense – even if Jared Goff was playing to be able to hold this Lions team in check. So with Tim Boyle being in, who hasn't he's thrown 23 meaningful passes since his time in college and spent most of his career as a backup in Green Bay, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty confident in the Bears in this one, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Um, I should have won last you know, week. But. Yeah, taking a look at uh, the Lions depth chart, I mean – they're missing a couple important players. We're going to see Nick Williams, a former Bears, start against them. But Trey Flowers being out is huge. Uh, also, Deshaun Hand might come into this one questionable, one of their pretty good defensive ends. So I think the Bears are going to get back to establishing run this week. Uh, David Montgomery is coming back. He's healthy, uh, or has already come back, and is continuing to get more healthy. I think this is a game where you can really get him back into a groove of consistently running the ball 20-plus times. Uh, and I don't think there will be much pressure on Dalton to be able to throw the ball downfield. Uh, I'm confident in the Bears' defense in this one. If the Bears are throwing it downfield, I'd like to see them incorporate the tight ends a little bit more. Uh, Darnell Mooney's got to be a little more reliable. Uh, I don't expect him to be a number one guy for the Bears ever, even when Allen Robinson leaves next offseason. Uh, but in the meantime, well, Robinson might miss this one once again. Uh, Mooney's someone that has been looked to uh, by Fields as well as Andy Dalton and it's going to have to be consistent. Uh, and I expect another game, a good game out of guys like Marquise Goodwin and Demir Bird. Some other guys stepped up and at least got some targets last week. So uh, Chicago's wide receiving corps are definitely a little bit deplenished, uh, but I do believe that Dalton will be able to lead the Bears to the win. Uh, and David Montgomery, who's had quite the amount of success against the Lions, um, will continue that. So before we close this one out, let's talk a little bit about this because you you have to keep this possibility as Jalen shaking his head. Uh, it's the NFL. Any team can beat any team on any given day, and we've seen the Bears lose some sloppy ones in the past. Jalen, we've also seen uh, Detroit have some success against the Bears in the past with uh, quarterbacks we'd never heard of, guys like David Blau. Uh, and 
while Tim Boyle is starting this game and the Lions look like the worst team in the league, what do you think the fallout could look like in terms of Chicago's front office? Uh, basically what I'm asking, if the Bears somehow drop this one, is Matt Nagy gone on Friday morning? Uh, see, with me, um, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that he should be kept. Uh, I'm, I'm explaining myself real quick. With me on this whole fire Nagy train, like I've been the main one out of Chris Parth and even Zach. Uh, Zach hasn't been on the podcast in a while, but he's definitely in the group chat, you know, screaming fire Matt Nagy. Trust me. <laughs> um, I haven't really said much because, like I said, I, I, I've obviously been very disappointed with how the way this offense looked for the past last three years, especially when we were supposed to get better each year, coming off twelve and four. Um, that I really, you know, really haven't called for Nagy's head because we were. Um, a middle of the pack team. We were average eight and eight. Make we still have made the playoffs. We haven't had a losing se- we haven't had a losing season since he's been head coach. But <clears throat> the last three weeks, um, including the 49ers game, like we've got out coached. Even though we were playing better football, you know, at the end of the game, basically, um, with the Niners, we were playing better football at the beginning of the game, and we still lost. But we've been out coached the last couple weeks to you know to teams that were way better than us, and we were still able to you know be competitive. So if we if we lose to the old nine and one lines, even if we're we, we know if we're up twenty and we let them come back or we let them completely destroy us, Nagy should be fired. I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been surprised if he was fired after that game because we should have definitely won that game. But if we lose, he deserves to be fired. And you know, no it's no excuses after after the, I, he really has no excuses right now <laughs> after we're three and seven and losing, you know Games like that, that we have lost this season, but you know it's, it's inexcusable at this point. Like I don't, you know, the Bears aren't a team that fires coaches in season. We haven't done it in 101 years. Um, so, but we definitely need to do it now if we, if we lose to to the Detroit Lions on on, on Thursday and on prime time at that. So everybody's gonna be sitting down, you know, waiting for their parents to get done cooking food, watching us lose to the Lions. He definitely, he definitely should be should be fired on on Friday. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna agree with you. I mean, I I said it in the in the post game show that we recorded earlier. I think Matt Nagy's a dead man walking, uh, and while the McCaskies aren't a team, aren't or aren't a group of owners that fires coaches during the season, uh, it's about making a point. If the Bears lose to the Lions, uh, you have to set the bar high, even though it's tough to do that after giving a winless team their first win on the season. If it were to happen. Uh, it's about dignity. It's about the standard that you want to set. So I think regardless of outcome, you fire Nagy after this game. Uh, But, you know, if the Bears win, uh, obviously that's not going to happen. And the crazy thing to think, and Jalen, I said this to you uh, before we started this podcast, uh, if our offense or defense could have stepped up a little little more over the last three games, and it's tough to blame the defense because uh, you can't really rely on them too much with how – how great they've been. Yeah, I, I think Sean had a very solid game plan, especially this week. He, he had six yeah, sacks. Yeah. Like. My point being, if the Bears' offense or defense stepped up the last couple of weeks, we could be sitting yeah. at six and four going into this yeah. game, and even with Andy Dalton still looking to move uh, to seven and four and hold a wild card spot. So it's undisciplined football over these last couple of weeks that's adding up. Uh, it's getting straight out coached. It sucks. Uh, and Matt Nagy's going to pay the price at the end of the season as well as probably most of this coaching staff. But uh, regardless, I am confident in the Bears in this one. Lions are really, really depleted, uh, and hopefully we can come out with our third straight win on Thanksgiving Day to snap a five-game losing streak. 
that'll pretty much do it for this episode of Meet the Opponents. Make sure you drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you may be listening. We're going to be bringing you guys more Bears versus Lions content throughout the rest of the week. If you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. If you'd like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, you can find it on both of those platforms at Down. And finally, you can find the links to me and Jalen's social media pages down in the description, our personal pages. You can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the NFL, and the entirety of Chicago sports, especially uh, while Jalen has been tweeting about the Bulls like uh, there's no tomorrow. So Jalen McClinton, uh, a short week here. I know it's going to fly. We're going to be uh, on Thursday morning in what what's going to be 72, 84 hours from now. So any last words here before we sign out? Matthew Nagy, you better not lose, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, I like, I like I said, I think I mean, he's gonna get fired anyways. But yeah, I, guess, I think you're still gonna get like, fired. Like, the Lions like, winless. Yeah, that kind of like I was gonna say it hurts to say. I, I don't care. I mean, I care, but because I've always wanted to have a, like a hedge coach for a very long time, like the Patriots or like the Steelers. But when 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 you're supposed to be an offensive guru and you know the offense looks trash for four years, like come I was on, gonna no say, way. we've been saying this for years. What are you a guru at? Like, bro, I used to say like, yeah, he's a he's a decent head coach. He's just a terrible play caller. He hasn't played called for the majority of the season, and he hasn't been a very good head coach. So at this point, what are you? What are you here for? Like, yeah. it, it hurts for me to say I hate freaking rebuilding, but it is what it is. You know, we have a quarterback. Um, <clears throat> you like, yeah, that's it. You better win. <laughs> uh, you better win. Well, Matt Nagy's days in Chicago are most definitely numbered, and on Thursday in Detroit, uh, the spotlight will definitely be on him to see if the Bears can keep the Lions winless. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. More Bears-Lions content coming throughout the week. Be sure to stay in check with the channel and wherever you may be listening, the podcasting platforms as well. We're going to be bringing you guys more Bears content, reacting to news throughout the week. Feels good to be back consistently now that we have some time off, but that'll pretty much do it for us, guys. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.